This is exactly right. Hi, I'm Erin Welsh. And I'm Erin Almond Updike, and we're the hosts of This Podcast Will Kill You on Exactly Right. We're back with our seventh season, which is bigger and better than ever. Because guess what? We're now a weekly show. This season, we're tackling everything from long COVID to norovirus, from the supplement industry to IVF, and so, so much more. New episodes drop every single Tuesday. Follow This Podcast Will Kill You wherever you get your podcasts. What is good? You know what's good? I'm finally starting to be comfortable taking my kids to a nice restaurant. Oh. Because I'm paying for it and I'm okay taking that iPad out. You know why? <laughs> I got to get through the skirt steak, bitches. I need my me time too. <laughs> Welcome to Adulting. I'm Michelle Buteau, and I'm here with Jordan Carlos, and I'm just talking about some adult shit. Grown, grown, grown stuff. Let me ask you a question, though. How many dishes are you preparing for dinner? Oh, it's very simple. We got a protein, we got a carb, a starch, and we have vegetables. That's how we roll. Okay. Once in a while, we'll do like a spaghetti, like a bolo, a bolognese. Sure. Where you just really sneak in the vegetables. Ooh, I feel you. I prepared dinner last night for my kids, and wow. Grilled the corn, grilled the chicken, BBQ, always better because there's less cleanup. Yes. And my son was just like, I don't like barbecue. Oh, no. It's so delicious. What do you mean? What? Do they help you? Do they help me? My daughter's really into like, a, I want to help you. That's so great. Um, sometimes if the stars are aligned, if the wind is just right. Oh, my God. Then they'll be like, huh. Mercury's out of retrograde. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Jupiter's sun is along the Mars moon. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> And I just go into a, like a full-on conniption fit. I don't know how to like handle them maybe helping me. I'm like, uh, just stand over there. Uh, uh. Sometimes it does feel like I'm BET's comic view, like <laughs> a comedy set from like just a chitlin' circuit back in the day. Because I'm like, these kids got too many choices. They have too many choices. I don't remember having that many choices. It's like, this is on a plate and this is what you get. Mm -hmm. I think with food allergies and such, we could be more sensitive. <laughs> I want them to have a good experience eating And maybe that'll come later in life What can I say? I didn't even like wine until I was like 26 You didn't like wine until you were 26? Wow I didn't like oysters until I was like 31 Oh Sometimes it just takes time I see these kids out here like 13 years old drinking coffee <laughs> You're doing what? It's not even like mocha with like diabetes on top and whipped cream It's just like straight up coffee <laughs> And did you know the drinking age in Holland is 16? Is it? Don't quote me. <laughs> oh my gosh, your kids are 12 years away from just knocking them back. I know. I can't wait. It's like, go get mama the next round. <laughs> I have two beautiful black dogs, right? right? I always wish that I had like the dogs that would be chill in public that just like lay by your feet while you enjoy mm. a little cold beer yeah. and some olives at a table. Sure. That's not that's not them. That's not it? No, that's they're like the squirrel in Ice Age. <laughs> they're like, it looks like they're on ketamine. <laughs> oh, you know no. what I mean? Oh, yes. No. It's a lot. I thought ketamine made you chill. Oh, maybe I've had a different reaction. <laughs> <laughs> 
I thought it made you fold the laundry and do a full push-up. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wait, they're barking at everybody or they're just like, their tails are wagging and their big bodies are like, what's up? What's up? Yeah, they're very excited to be in public. Yeah. They like want to try and like eat a fly. Like they want to see other dogs. Yeah. You know, it's constantly like sit, lay down. It's not chill. And I wish I had that chill. I wish everybody was chill, you know? Yeah. My baby boy is chill. Yes, he is. Oh, man, Otis. He's got the energy of like a tired husband at Macy's holding a purse. <laughs> Speaking of tired men holding a purse, I'm very excited for this show. Truly. He's like one of these guys that is always fucking good. Yeah. He's just so full of life and his stories are crazy. Yeah. They're informative. They're dark. They're hilarious. They're real. And I cannot believe that he hasn't done the podcast before. I cannot believe I haven't seen him in like over 10 years. I haven't seen him since the nightly show since you guys were working on Larry Wilmore's nightly show on Comedy Central. So I'm so glad you brought him up as a guest. I love Mike Guard and you guys will too. So enjoy the ride. Mm. Yes, yes. This is a hot show, man. It's been a good Sunday. Everybody, everybody came hungry. Are you taking pictures? Okay, get. I'm only gonna do it for you. Ready, go. Oh, uh, I got a onesie on by fucking Fenty. I feel yeah, good. That's what you were saying. Seriously, I feel like I could take my camel toe anywhere and get a job. Yes. Yeah. I can't get over. Th- I love this like jean jacket piece yeah? for you. Yeah. I love that for What's you. What's it giving? Is it giving um, substitute poetry teacher at? Um, 184 kids three times a week. Is that what it's giving? Truly. Is it giving reggaeton producer around Herald Square? (laughs) Um, Giving out their CD. Is it giving um, Brooklyn mom that only has tote bags? What's it giving? (laughs) I think all that. Is it giving I'm going to open my own plus size vintage shop in Bed-Stuy? What's it giving? Oh! What is she giving? Is it giving she eats doubles all day for fucking lunch? What is it? Is it giving that she picks her fucking bones out of the acne of saltfish? What is it giving? I can keep going. Is it giving? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, husband and I had a connect. We were taking our vacation in Atlanta, and uh, I don't really do connections. <laughs> just like stop. But we had to, and people stop me because they think I'm a singer. I don't know which singer. But people think I'm a singer, and I'm like, bitch, not even happy birthday. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> what do you even mean? No, I get that from you. Like, you no, have... bitch. No? No, I mean, no. couldn't no. she sing? If she could sing, couldn't she sing? Hit it. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> what's your jam, though? Like, what do you sing in the shower? Like, what's your, what's your um, bop? Every and any. It's a lot of different songs. I couldn't even tell you. Lots of Whitney Houston. Lots yeah. of, like, 90s reggae. Um... Everyone's got a look, though. Everyone's got a look. You have, like, who you are, but then you have, like, what it gives to the world. Sure. And this is definitely giving um, I- soccer guy. dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> IT guy on the weekend, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, I, for fun. I, I go to those spas that, like, they're not in the city, but they have a view of the city. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Don, what's your look? What do you get? Uh, what do I get? Yeah. Just DJ. <laughs> the most boring thing, because I am the DJ. Yeah, people... I think I'm what I am. <laughs> I had no idea you were a rapper. I am a rapper. I get a rapper too, but I'm, you know, I'm a rapper. Okay. But yeah, you guys, did you guys know I was a rapper? See? Now you got to rap. Can you, is it, can you, is it okay if you just... Spit? Kick some bars? Yes, please. Oh shit, okay. Um, so I'm going to freestyle, you know what I'm saying? Let me get a clap. <laughs> 
No, like a clap on beat. Like a... Do it, Jordan, do it. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. We are the Dalton right now with Jordan and Michelle. We're gonna bring out another guest as well. We just had two other people. My name is Don Will and I'm for the people. The bar is closed, the lights are off, and I'm about to be done, y'all. Don't cough. Yay! Yes! Don, that was amazing! Yes! That was amazing! Thank you. Don, that was amazing. Our final guest tonight. Yes! So funny. So funny. Amazing comedian. Um, he was my colleague and co-worker on The Nightly Show, Aww. among other things. You can catch him at the cellar anytime. Please give it up for Mike, Mike Yard! Yes, yes! What's up, Mike Yard? <laughs> What's up? Yo! This shit is weird. <laughs> I thought I was doing a fucking podcast. I didn't know there was going to be people here. Yeah. <laughs> they here. My high wore off, so good luck. <laughs> I was high when I got here, but I've been here for a minute. Oh, God. no, I'm you sorry, Mike. You still look high I as fuck. I, Guys, I do, do we have, good. Do we have drugs for Mike? Do we have drugs for Mike? <laughs> Just a little blunt. Just a little, you Just know. Just a little blunt? A little, <laughs> what did you... Yeah, that's What's what your I poison? Do. What do you like? Just marijuana. That's it. I don't fuck with nothing else. <laughs> that is that's it. That's a beautiful Just thing, weed. man. Just I think weed. somebody's actually approaching the stage with drugs. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> oh, I thought somebody was... <laughs> I got a little something for him. <laughs> Mike, I have to tell you, uh -huh. you're one of the first people I met in comedy. Yes, we've not... Like, we've we met fucking Jesus. Well, like, probably 2002. Yeah. Seymour's show. Seymour! Yeah, Seymour. What's up with Seymour? I don't know. I should really have fact-checked that before <laughs> I brought it up. But it was New York oh, Comedy shit. Club, New York Friday comedy and Club, Saturday yeah. night. A Seymour Swan would do these uh, shows. And, I mean, there was sort of like a Chitlin' Circuit vibe. And he used to have us beg him to get on. That son yes. of a bitch. <laughs> he used yeah. to give us so much grief to get on that fucking stage, Seymour. Yeah. But, but, you know, when you're grinding, like, you're grinding. When you're grinding, you're grinding. There was, like, Boston Comedy Club oh, and Will spot. Sylvance would host. And I would just, like, look at you guys. And I have to say, you were, like, one of the funniest and one of the nicest, at least to me, because there's a lot of hazing and roasting that goes on. Uh, yeah, I don't get involved in that. Which I appreciate. Yeah, I grew up in the hood. I don't... One thing could turn to another. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I stay away from shit like that. I keep my jokes for the stage. I don't get involved with roasting people. I'm in East New York, right? East New York. Well, I was born in the Virgin Islands. Oh, oh are shit. we clapping for East New York? It must be gentrified East New York. <laughs> people don't usually clap when you bring up East New York. They go, ah, <laughs> my bad. Yes, I grew up in East New York in the 90s, 80s, late 80s, early 90s, when it was the worst neighborhood in America. Shit. Yeah. It was certified. Like <laughs> we got paperwork. Like, and I'm not saying worse. Like you know, like how like when white girls get upset, and they're like, "This is the worst." I'm saying <laughs> they did like a bad neighborhood competition, and we fucking won that shit, huh? And we threw fucking block parties. We were like, "Yo, we ain't never been first. Anyway. Yes, that's where I grew up. <laughs> be like, I grew up in the hood of hoods. Like how some, like in neighborhoods now, like gingerbread neighborhoods are like, the greenest block. Yeah, when I go to these neighborhoods now, I'm like, what the fuck happened? Yeah. Like, motherfuckers got flip-flops on. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, yo, you got flip-flops on? This is best size. So you need, you need Tim's or fucking Jordan. Steel toes, still You need toe. to be able to get the fuck out of here when shit pop up. Steel but toe. no, these motherfuckers <laughs> are just walking around. 
It's fucking weird. These Havaina motherfuckers. They haven't reached the east yet, though, but they're close. Like, I was driving through Bushwick. They're close. I was driving through Bushwick the other day, and I saw a white dude walking a fluffy dog. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, right on the border. The audacity. Of East New York. The caucasity. The pontacity. Yeah, that's what... Exactly, the pontacity. The audacity of nope. Um, Could you imagine going from a tropical paradise to the worst neighborhood in America? Wait, so you... You were what, born yeah, in the What Trump island Paris. are you from? I was born in St. Croix, U.S. Virgin Islands. Oh, yes. my God. I just went to V.I. And I, my, you know, my first roommate which, in which college. Island? I went to Grand Cayman, but... That's, that's British V. That's not U.S. I'm oh, U.S. V.I. Okay, but it's, I had a roommate from St. Croix. Uh, and it was interesting because I never really heard that dialect ever. Was it Papimento? What was it? Well, we... <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> she just wanted me to do the fucking accent. <laughs> <laughs> a little. It's that, you know, I'm going to tell you what the closest it is to. When you hear a Panamanian speak English, that's what we... When I met Panamanians, when I because I had never met a Panamanian before. Our island is very small. So we don't... You know, I know I knew Puerto Ricans and black people that grew up there. <laughs> Right. I didn't know black people that spoke Spanish. You know what I'm saying? So when I met a Panamanian, and it was like, yo, what you going to do? I got, you know, like, yeah, make this thing happen. And I was like, yo, you from St. Croix, man? What the fuck you talking about? <laughs> I from Panama. I'm like, what? <laughs> I don't know shit about the world. It's crazy. It's, it's really, it was really where Guyanese kind of sound like us, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but they got a little... <laughs> But once you come to Brooklyn... Bana, you wildin' bana. That's the next one. Which sounds like Trinity. Like Which trinities. sounds kind of Trinity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're all connected, man. We all uh, one people. Yes. Let's stop being divided. I'm telling you. Just divided just by water. just got a slightly different yeah. fucking accent. But we so when you come to New York, how old were you? I was uh, 13 years old. Oh, oh shit. That was one of the scariest things because I came into a world where 13-year-olds were doing shit that I wasn't... I didn't want to do. Yeah. I came into a world where 13-year-olds were, like, shooting at each other and shit. And I'm coming from an island where the most we do is just fight. Yeah. We fight, and then we make some kalaloo, and... Yeah. (laughs) And then we just go, you know what? I was wrong. I should have never... I should have never punched you in the face. I was wrong for that. That's where I was coming from, and now I'm living in a world... I remember coming out of my building one time, and this dude had a gun, and I was like, what? Because I had never seen, like, a civilian with a gun. I only seen police. I was go kill me, man! Thankfully, he didn't kill me. Yeah, I, I remember that dude. It was a Puerto Rican dude named Titi. <laughs> That's probably why they had the gun, because people kept calling him auntie, like Titi, you know? Like, call me Titi one more time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, my God. I can't. What did, your, what did your dad tell you, like, growing up in these uh, East Brooklyn streets? Well, not much, because he was on crack, so... Oh, Yeah, shit. he didn't really have much to say. My dad... <laughs> um... What's the follow-up When we to that? moved here, here's what happened. This is a real, if you, want, if you want the real story, what happened was, yes. so my father's a brilliant man. He's a scientist. He worked at this place called Martin Marietta in St. Croix, and he used to do, like, tests on, like, the moon rocks and, wow. and shit like that, you know? Yeah, my pops was, like, a very brilliant dude. And then he shut down the plant, right? And so he was not working. And, you know, it's very hard for a scientist to get, like, a regular 
fucking job. You know what I mean? You're like, nigga, I'm a scientist. <laughs> so that fucks with you mentally. You know, it's like, nigga, I'm a goddamn scientist. I am not packing your bags. You know what I mean? So he decided, and he had friends in New York that were like, yo, come to New York, man. You know, there's a lot of stuff happening here. You know, you could get some work here. So yeah. he decided to move his family to New York. And then uh, when we got here, uh, his so-called friends, all, I've never said this before, all they wanted was money. That's really, they just wanted somebody mm -hmm. to <sighs> subsidize their mortgage. So when we got there, we were like, nigga, we just moved. Like, we haven't got money like that to be paying your fucking mortgage. And then they kicked us out, and we were homeless. And I fucked with my pops. And then he the fucking ice machine. And then <laughs> that ice machine is mad disrespectful. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm about to go kick the fuck out of that ice machine. So. Me too. Actually, I'm going to hold it down. This is my theory, yeah. is that yeah. it fucked him up. He was yeah. like, damn, I was providing so well for my family. And now I'm in New York. I'm fucked up. And then, you know, somebody said, try this. <laughs> And then he tried it, and he was oh. fucked up in the game. But we made it through. I've been on TV. <laughs> you know? Things work out. Can I tell you something, though? At no time was I ever discouraged about it, because I knew how smart we were. I knew we were going to get out of it. And he eventually stopped smoking crack and started being a productive member of society. Oh, so, yeah. So, you know. It's so cool, man. Yeah. Well, I don't know. The crack part wasn't cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yo, you know how tough it is to have motherfuckers walking up to you in the hood and like, yo, your pop stole from me. I'm like, he's a crackhead. What the fuck you want me to do? <laughs> Stop doing business with him. I don't do business with him, and that's my dad. This is so telling of the dude I met 20 odd years ago in the green room. Comedy happened by mistake for me. I, like, I never thought about being a comic. I know a lot of comics are like, yo, I, this was my dream forever. I never ever thought about being. I went to college to be a systems analyst. I wanted to write computer programs and shit. Huh. Yeah, weird, right? Look at the face you just made. <laughs> <laughs> I know, no, I knew, you, I knew you did that. And then also you worked at the Metropolitan Museum of Art. The Museum of Modern Art. I, I, oh, I'm sorry. But that's how I got into comedy was that I got a job uh, at the, well, I went to jail. And then, <laughs> y'all get my whole life story, yo. I went to jail. Yeah, I, Wait was a minute. I was horrible at crime. I got arrested for robbing a drug dealer. How sad is that? How do you get arrested for robbing a drug dealer? Because he snitched, that son How of a bitch. That... I best... robbed him, and then he called the cops. and was like, yo, they got drugs in that white car. Yeah, oh. Dirty mother... Anyway. And then when I came home, I was like, okay, crime is not my thing. You know, sometimes you just Wait. gotta try shit. You feel me? So, Mike, you robbed, you robbed the product and not the cash? No, well, here's the thing. I didn't take the product. I went to rob him for the money, but right. my brother... <laughs> <laughs> fucking asshole. What was the conversation before y'all robbed him? I was just like, yo, we just gonna get this money. That was my, that was my money, mind. Right. Yeah. Like, they out there, they been out there all day, they got money, and fuck them. They selling poison. I don't give a fuck. Let's go get them. Right. So yeah. we went, and we got them. And my brother, unbeknownst to me, <laughs> had no idea there was crack in the car, yo. <laughs> when the police pulled us up, I was like, what the fuck? Where did that crack come from? 
It was a very... You were just being a good citizen. You were taking these ill-gotten gains. That's which, what I thought. Yeah, yeah. That's what I tried to tell the cops. Yeah, he got these gains and that shit was ill and you got it. They didn't want to hear yeah. it, though. Did it affect you getting a job when you came out of jail? No, at the moment, no, because what happened was I had a friend. Well, he wasn't really my friend. I just stopped him from getting jumped one day. And then, well, I didn't really know him, but it was one of those days I had came home and I was like going to job interviews and nobody would hire me. It was one of those days where I was just like fucking mad. I just wanted to fight somebody. And then I saw this dude getting bullied in my building. And my whole life, I was, I've always hated bullies. Yeah. So I jumped in and I was like, that's my guy. Like, if y'all gonna fuck with him, y'all fuck with me. Wow. And they were like, all right, Mike, we ain't know. Yeah, well, let the motherfucker. And then he went, he was just trying to go see his girlfriend. And then he came out to me and he was like, I work at the MoMA. And he was a manager. And I was like, I'm looking for a job. And he got me a fucking job at the MoMA, oh. dude. True story. True story. That's so, and that was it, man. That was it. Everything yeah. just started looking up from there, man. Once I got at the MoMA, that was it for me. I was around art, artists, yeah. people who are creative. And then there was a security guard that was a comic. And uh, he... His name, <laughs> he don't even do it anymore, which is crazy. He got me into it, and he don't do it anymore. His name was, a, his name was uh, The Toothless Lover. That was his name. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm not making this shit up. Oh, my God. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm not making this shit up. He called himself The Toothless Lover because he was missing a tooth. I figured. In the front. Yeah, yeah. I figured. An important yeah. one. Yeah. And he would come out, and his thing was, I'm here to tell the tooth the whole tooth. <laughs> yes! And nothing yes. but the tooth. Ah, oh, that was so fucking dope. And he, we... <laughs> it was so much fun, y'all. Why was did he so stop? fucking fun. I don't know why I, he stopped. Because I it don't was know so either. much fun. His album should have been called Gingivitis. You <laughs> know what I mean? Like... <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. But, I, but yeah, he told me he was doing stand-up. And I had always been a fan of it. Like, I loved, like, watching Richard Pryor tapes and... Eddie Murphy and all that, you know, uh, Dick Gregory, all these cats. But I never ever thought that I could do it, man. I'm in East New York, nigga. That's not a dream. Right. When you live in a 660 Hageman Avenue, a.k.a. Vietnam. Shit. That's what they used to call my building, Vietnam. Shit. That's not a dream, right? Nope. North and, but, or South. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, Whichever one got fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then, uh, and then I, I started helping him write jokes. Like, he was like, yo, I got this idea. What do you think about this? And I'd be like, oh, you should say that. And he was like, yo, you should try this. You know how to write a joke. I was like, get the fuck out of here. But then I went to watch him at the Uptown Comedy Club in Harlem. Yeah. That was the only black comedy club in New York City. And, uh, and the jokes that I wrote for him worked. Shit. And then I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> I could try this shit because you know you said it. The proof is in. I wrote that joke for you, dog, and it murdered. And you've got great teeth, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And I, I fucking did it. I wrote five minutes. I did the new. Well, that's not exactly how it happened. You, you can you can lie. <laughs> I, got, I got a lot of stories, man. Y'all brought the wrong one. Now we'd be here all night. <laughs> Well, what happened was I wrote five minutes because they used to have a New Jack segment at the Uptown Comedy Club. Uh -huh. And I wrote five minutes, and then I went up there to do the five minutes. You have to put your name on the list, and I put my name on the list. And then, like, right when the show was getting ready to start, I, I left. <laughs> I was like, I can't do this shit. I pussied out. I'm not even going to front. It's a and lie. then on the train ride home, I was like, what the fuck? You're such a bitch. 
like all you had to do was five minutes. I was calling myself all kinds of pussies and punk ass bitches on the train. And then I went up the next Sunday and I put my name on the list again and the lady was like, you gonna stay this time, motherfucker? She remembered me. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna say this time. And I went out and I murdered, bro. I fucking, my first time on stage, I killed, bro. Yeah. I was not expecting that. Yeah. It was so crazy, yo. I ran out the club, I jumped on the train, and I was so hyped. I was like, oh shit, my life just changed. It really did. I, I, that's what I really thought. I was like, my life just changed. I have to do this again and again and again. And I, I had to get off the train because I was freaking people out. <laughs> I got off the train at Bryant Park and I just started yelling in the park like, oh shit! I can't believe I just did that shit! Yeah. That's how much that shit meant to me, dog. Like, Which was really. fine, because that was Bryant Park, what, in the 90s? And, yeah, yeah, there was, was, was other people yeah, screaming. That was, yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> so they was just like, this is my area, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, my. And my life changed that night, bro. I love that. And I love that And it's been standing up ever since. Wow. And you're Crazy. so talented. I'm Thank so you. fucking glad Thank you're still you. here. I just love it. I have fun with it. Yeah. I ain't going nowhere. I ain't going nowhere. I love doing this shit, man. This is like, this is the highlight of my day when I get to get on stage and tell jokes. Y'all know how it feels. I know. Because you motherfuckers are some bad motherfuckers, too. No. No. Right here. Right here. I had no idea that you guys had this kind of, I know both of y'all for years. Yeah. It's, it's, and I had yeah. no clue y'all had this kind of chemistry. That's crazy. It's a secret podcast that we do. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, I don't, I'm 53. I don't do podcasts. No, I understand. You, I watch, I'm watching Vikings right now. That's my entertainment. <laughs> Vikings and the Mandalorian. That's it. Oh, shit. That is the way. I'm a nerd. I'm yeah. a nerd. All yeah. Time. That is the way. I will say, though, like, talented people are in your life for a reason, right? So, Absolutely. like, you know, stand-up, it's, it's you and only you, right? And I like being in competition with only myself. I don't want to carry anyone. I don't want to ride their coattails. So I was like, are we going to do this together? But, like, I love him. You know what I mean? Like, and I love Don. And it's just like, why wouldn't I want to work with, especially good men, in this day and age? It's like, <laughs> fuck yes. And you know what I noticed? You guys don't take anything away from each other. This is my first time seeing y'all together, and, and it's beautiful to watch. Thank you. It really Thank is. You. I always say, someone else's success will never fuck up yours. Like, yeah. be happy for someone. I'm always happy for her. I was, like, rooting for her on her vacation. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we, we do questions. Put on your advice cap. Here we go. How do you keep uh, friendships healthy and going as an adult when they need way more communication than you can handle? I love my people so much. But I uh, can't keep up with the constant texting. I feel like I'm failing oh. uh, tests I didn't know I was taking. Sometimes just don't answer the fucking text. Yeah. You don't gotta... Yo, I got my boys and they got a group text and they all, every fuck all day, bro. Yeah. So sometimes I just... I bail out. Yeah. Well, you can also mute... You can just mute the, you know, the well, text. Well, I mean, chain. I don't want to mute them because they might say something that I'm like, oh, shit, what? Yeah. I, I would dip a toe in. Like I just always wait for something interesting yeah. to pop up, and that's when I come in. Right. I will say, um, it sounds like this person, it sounds like you um, You feel like you have to do everything all the time and like be good at it. You don't. Yeah. You don't have to be there for every single text. We're not supposed to look at this many people on Instagram. We're not supposed to like even know this many people, right? So like, just yeah. take a moment for your fucking self. And if someone doesn't understand that, then they need more moments for themselves. So it's fine to like pop out and be like, hey, let's 
do something in person and have these conversations in person. I agree. Yeah. 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 My friends are not that needy either. My friends are like, they'll text and text and I won't answer. And then they'll call me like three months later like, what's up, nigga? You alive? What's going on? I'm like, yeah, I'm working. They're like, all right, get that money. Yeah. And then they check out. Yeah. That's how me and Mike talk. That's and how- um, <laughs> I do think that maybe what I'm seeing from this is that maybe you're not, maybe you're the one that's not opening up. You know? Because maybe you're the one that needs that, uh, that yeah. attention. Yeah. I'm a classic pleaser, and I often will, like, one thing I've been working out is, like, resenting people who I talk to who I, I want to know about their problems. But really what's going on is, like, I'm withholding and not opening up about what's going on with me. And so I have... Everybody's nodding like a motherfucker on this. Uh, so maybe just try it out. Maybe just a diet. This is what my therapist always says. She's like, just a diet. Just try a diet of it, Jordan. That's how your therapist sounds? Yeah, yeah, she's awesome. I love Alan. It also sounds like your wife. Yeah, well, she's my wife. That's my therapist's wife. That's a conflict of interest right there, bro. Is it? I think it's a confluence. All right, so, um, so, so, yeah, it's like my therapist is always like, you don't have to do this forever. You should just give it a shot and see how it feels to really be the one that's, like, communicating everything. Like, my day's going so bad. I hate this. I, I like this. Like, be that stock ticker going up and down like the rest of your friends, you know what I'm saying? And you have to deal with them. Let them do that for you. And, and see, they'll be like, I'll catch you next week, okay? <laughs> yeah, I just saw this fucking clip online and this guy was like, uh, you know how you test how people really fuck with you? Ooh. Just don't communicate with anybody for, for like two months and see who hits you up. Oh, yeah. And those are the people that fuck with you. My, my dad. After a while, if... <laughs> but that's my friends. Like, they yeah. know who I am. They know what I do. They know I'm always on the grind. So they don't, like, bombard me with shit. But they know our time together. We spend it very well. We love each other. They know that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And sometimes I text them, and they don't hit me back for fucking three months. But we have that understanding that we just fuck with each other. And that's what you need to just be real with people and tell them, listen, man, I can't answer all your fucking texts. There's nothing wrong with saying that. There's nothing wrong with that because that person will respect you for keeping it real. They'll respect you more than the motherfucker that gives you an excuse why they didn't hit you back. Trust Ooh, that. Ooh, baby. That's facts. I also like to send videos once in a while. Now you can see the tired on my face. This is why I haven't <laughs> gone back to. Now you can see my sink full of dishes. This is why I'm not calling you back. You see my feet? <laughs> What's wrong with Looks your like feet? Looks like I've been walking on fire for fucking five years. What does that look like? A um, lot of calluses, okay? And I'm just like, I want to get a pedicure. Okay, this question is a special one because someone wrote this before they left the house and brought what it. What fucking story. I like that. Jesus. So thank you, whoever had time to do this. Yeah. What are you going through, yo? What are we not going through? It's like through? a paragraph. You know, it's just a lot of information, which I appreciate. Mm. <laughs> information is good. Yes. Let's not... Yes, information is good. Okay. Always make decisions with information. Just read the question. Okay. The question is, my friend, male 35... We're getting super specific. I already see where this is going. ...is in his first serious relationship after years of being very picky. Okay. Jesus, this is deep. His partner, female 30... Why is this a police report? Yo, y'all right. <laughs> Yo, you guys really trust these two. <laughs> what the fuck? 
You really trust that they have good information for you? <laughs> this is weird as shit. These questions have been weird as fuck. My friend, male, 35. It sounds like Dateline. What the fuck is going on? Sagittarius. <laughs> what the fuck? This is... This is... What oh my the God. hell? This is so oh my weird. God. Wow, y'all really believe in these two, man. Shit. We are the court of You believe resort. they know what the fuck they talking about? We are... <laughs> they might ruin your life. I've known them for a long time. <laughs> they might be destroying your goddamn life. What the fuck? We totally fuck? are. We totally go are. Go ahead, go ahead. Male, 35. Female, Female, what? 32. 32. Eyes, brown. Short build. Insane! <laughs> <laughs> There's an actual sketch on there of the, of the suspects. <laughs> Last scene at the Broadway Junction stop. <laughs> oh my God, that's hilarious. Oh my God. <laughs> I hope this is a joke question. This is a real question. <laughs> I hope it's you a, don't really want information. Let me see. It's, it's like paragraphs. It's a long-ass fucking question, y'all. There are I'm footnotes. I'm trying to get through it. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. My bad. Bibliography. These questions have been freaking me out the whole so, night, though. Ma'am, 35, picky. <laughs> Fastidious with his people. Okay. Okay. Yes. Fuck. Walks with a... Do I have makeup on gate. anymore? Yeah. I feel wild. I feel like I'm cutting an onion. <laughs> His partner, female, 30. Uh-huh. <laughs> is pretty openly mean to him. That took a turn. <laughs> hey, yeah, that took a wild turn. I did not expect that one. I think my friend could do better and find someone who treats him better. But he says she makes him happy. Well, then he likes to be treated like shit. Some people like that. Some people like that. There's people that pay people to stomp on yeah. their balls. Like, you can't really... You can't really... <laughs> For reasonable amounts of money. There's yeah. more question. Hold on. Oh, there's, there's more? more? <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> on the night oh of January 30th. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. 6.40 in the Uh-oh. evening. Yes. My friend plans to propose. Propose, propose what? Uh, propose what? Marriage. Motherfucker? Oh no. Should I speak up or should I shut up and be supportive? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Do that's it my, that's right? my advice. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. That person likes being treated like shit. Let them be treated like shit until they realize they don't like being treated like shit anymore. You, it's not your place to intervene in that shit. You ain't got nothing to do with that. Yeah. That's his life. Yeah. And like if it's physical, definitely step in, say something. Oh, they're beating him, yeah. But if it's not, <laughs> they beating the shit out of him yeah you should probably say something what you see is like you don't know how he feels right you don't know what they are like together um maybe <sighs> ooh honey <laughs> somebody just say love is blind love is yes, blind love is blind <laughs> nah he knows what's happening so. yeah <laughs> I mean, he, can, he can see what's happening yeah, yeah. 
Or maybe like he likes it. Maybe he, he feels like it. she's yeah. not being mean. She just wants me to be a better person. Like you don't know how he interprets whatever the fuck is going on between them. But I say, don't get involved. Don't get involved. I used to date a girl that just did not know how to be happy. And no matter how hard I tried, she just always fought it. And I was like, why you keep fighting this? Like, because some people just like to live in their space. And maybe he likes being treated like shit by his girl. Maybe that's his thing. Like, call me a bitch. You know what I mean? <laughs> and maybe he fucking gets off on that. Like, you can't speak for how people are in their, when they're in their space. You know yeah. what I mean? So let them live their lives and just be there for them when, they, when the shit hit the fan. And just 100. go, I got you, homie. I got you. I saw it coming, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that part. Yo. That part. <laughs> that part. I told you. <laughs> I try to tell you, motherfucker. I try to tell you, motherfucker. That's right. That's ten dollars you owe me. Ah, <laughs> yeah. uh, Michael, what a joy. Uh, now we like to ask uh, all our guests, what's the most adult thing that you haven't done for yourself this year that you want to do? I don't limit myself, man. I just do. I. I don't live with limitations <laughs> like I used to. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. When I was. When I didn't know any better, when I was stuck, and you know, but now that I'm out and I've I've been all over the world, like you know what I mean. So, I do I, I do shit for myself. You know, I don't deny myself anything. I work very hard, and then I take care of myself. Yes, I'm Michael in a good Yard, space. Everyone. I'm in a good space. Mike Yard. <laughs> Mike Yard. Oof. What an epic up, down. All around. Side to side, gut busting. Uh, truly. That was so good. You you had tears all in your eyes. Like when you read that question, it looked like you were reading like a wartime letter because it was just like <laughs> we could not yes. get you to get through the letter. Yes. It was the Puerto Rican version of the notebook. I'm like, <laughs> and then like I could not get through it. He is so funny. And he's right. People shouldn't trust us. <laughs> <laughs> I know he busted the whole thing. Why do they trust us? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think we have trusting faces. I wear glasses. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And I have a double chin. It's all the things. Um, uh, Your words. Okay. So uh, <laughs> I feel like that was such a good episode and solid catch up with him. Yes. Very solid. It felt like a fourth meal, you know? Like we were like yes. in a booth just like just cracking each other up. And I love that kind of hang. You know what's really fun too? What's up? When you know somebody for so long, but you still don't know so many things about them, like that's yeah. such a sweet spot. It really, really is. It's very fun. That's kind of like what a good relationship is sometimes, mm. right? Yes. You know, I've known my husband for 15 years now, and sometimes I don't know what he's going to say. And that's a good thing. Yes. Yeah. You don't know what they're going to say. You don't know what they're going to do. I came home yesterday. Guess who had black fingernail polish? My wife. <laughs> what have you done with her? This is insane. And yet... Oh, my God. I'm on board. Keep surprising me. Oh, God. Life cannot be this simple. It just <laughs> cannot. It really cannot. What? I do. That's so cute for y'all. Thank you. What is her go-to polish? No polish. No polish. Okay. She does just what we call Ellis Island fingers. Oh, Lord. Where it's just like her hands. That's too soon. Too soon? <laughs> it's too soon. It's always too soon. She has her grandma's hands. That's wonderful. I love her. <laughs> <laughs> grandma's hands. hands. I used to say I had um, 
construction worker hands, but you know what? There really are grandma hands because Mm -hmm. they will make a meal and give you a massage and give you a little spanking. (laughs) All the things. Do it all. You know what? Let's just end this episode. You guys, what can I say? Take care of each other, but mainly yourself because you matter most. Mm -hmm. This has been an Exactly Right production. Our senior producer is Jiha Lee. Our associate producer is Alex Chi. This episode was mixed by John Bradley. Our guest booker is Patrick Kotner. Additional production support from Hannah Kyle Crichton. Theme song and live show DJing is by Don Will. Our live show producer is Marianne Ways. Artwork by Jamie Bechtel. Photography by Reis Vandermost. Executive produced by Karen Kilgara, Georgia Hardstark, and Danielle Kramer. Follow the show on Instagram at adultingthepod. Email your questions to adultingquestions at gmail.com. Follow Adulting with Michelle Buteau and Jordan Carlos on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you like to listen so you don't miss an episode. If you like what you hear, rate and review the show and visit exactlyrightstore.com to purchase adulting merch.